Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. My guest's sickness, it got so bad, the only option was to remove her entire bowel, parts of her stomach, and have her live the rest of her life on a feeding tube. Then, an angel showed up. Next. Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. I have Joey Hughes here, and she's been a guest before with her husband, uh, and they were involved in Australia in something called the Pineapple Revival, because they had a big pineapple out front of the building they were in. They saw thousands, I mean thousands of people healed and saved and speaking in tongues, and uh, they saw everything. And in the midst of this, no one knew it, except perhaps Jody's family, but she battled horrific sickness for 30 years? Yeah, yeah, a long and time. in the midst of that sickness, you learned about the King's Decree. Yes. Tell me about this. Yeah. What is the t King's Decree, by the way? The King's Decree is releasing the Word of the Lord from your own mouth, but it's more than that. I believe that we are the King's Decree, that we carry the authority on the earth to release the Word of God, and that God has called us, anointed us, and appointed us to be the literal King's Decree on the earth. And so it's our mouth that God is asking us to open and decree and release what He's saying from Heaven. You know, with our mentality, it's hard to believe that. We yeah. can believe it if someone's on television. Yeah. But are you saying that everyone watching us right now has been given the trust mm. from God Almighty to be a living King's decree on this earth? Absolutely. Matthew 18, 18 says, what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and what you release on earth shall be released in heaven. And that's not saying you with a microphone, you with a television show, you who, you know, is your favorite mentor. It's saying you, every single one of us who believes in Jesus, our voice must bind on the earth and must release on the earth because we are his representatives, his ambassadors on earth. And you learned about the King's Decree, and you learned a lot about yeah. healing in 30 years of battling. Tell me about how bad it got. Yeah, it was really bad. And 30 years is a long it's time. It's a long time. Uh, why didn't you just say, I give up? I, I guess I'm going to be like this the rest of my life. There was, a, there was a knowing in my heart what God was saying, that God was decreeing healing, that God is the God of resurrection life. And there were hard moments indeed, but there was a faith in my heart that God has spoken a different word. And there were moments when I would literally get up in my hospital room and I would get up and I'd have tubes coming out of me everywhere. It'd be quite funny to watch, but I would go. I don't know. I, mean, I, I think I would have cried. I was crying many times, but 
but I'd go into the bathroom and I'd march around and I'd hold on to my promises and the word of God. And when I say march, I mean shuffle and I would have tears, but I'd be, I'd be speaking out and be saying, God, you are the God of resurrection life. You're the God of healing. You know, Psalm 44, 4 says, my God and my King decrees victories for Israel, for God's people, for Jacob, some of the translations say, and I'd say, well, Jacob limped, I'm limping. There's been a cost, God, but I am decreeing that you're the God who decrees victories and I'd march around and around. You know, I think the key is that God looked at you and said, I think I can trust this woman. Uh, I think there's something about perseverance. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about being the one who continues to knock, the one who continues to ask, the one who continues to believe. And faith, faith is believing in what we've not seen yet. And so there is something about knowing that I may not have seen it fully yet but I believe that I've seen it in the spirit and I'm gonna keep asking till I've seen it in the natural. Tell me how bad it got. Well, there were many complications. I was diagnosed with an incurable bowel disease. I was also allergic to the medication. I had mm. a couple of operations that went wrong, made things even worse. Uh, there was irreparable damage. In the meantime, you and your husband are seeing thousands and thousands of people healed. Yes, we've been in ministry forever and we would always have the manifestation of healing. We would always have supernatural uh, miracles taking place. And I would see that to an extent in my life, but largely I was getting worse and worse. And so I was leaning in and pressing in because I, I would often pray too. I would be like, God, if you can do it for them, you're doing it for me. But at the same time, I believed every time we saw a miracle in front of our eyes that this was warfare for my miracle too. Because I was like, the longer you keep me unwell, God, we're going to see more and more and more healed in the name of Jesus. So. I'm taking you, you're you're at a meeting, it's it's unbearable, they take you to the hospital again, take it from there. Yeah, I end up in hospital because at this point I was down to about 80 pounds. Wow. I was really unable to eat at this point. Pounds? Yeah, I was I was skin and bones and very weak. And my spirit was alive. We had been in the midst of revival. So my spirit was alive, but my body was broken. And at this point, I was even struggling to drink water. And so I knew I need to go to the hospital. And so we arrived. They immediately stuck me uh, in to see the doctors. The doctors came in and they said again to me, Jody, we have no medical hope for you other than to remove your entire bowel, half your stomach and feed you through a tube for the rest of your life. And it's in those moments, Sid, that you discover what you really believe in. It's it's in those moments that you go, am I going to let this word sink into my heart or do I believe what God has said, has said to me? Do I believe what he's saying to me now? And I remember something in my spirit just going, no, this is not what the Lord has promised me. That is not, this is not my days. And uh, I remember just crying out to him, but my body was really broken. I, at one point they stuck me in a wheelchair because I didn't even have strength. My muscles had eaten away and I didn't have strength to stand. 
I can clearly remember one day I said to my husband, Ben, take me down to the hospital chapel and we prayed together. And my prayer had been and was in that moment. It was very specific. I was, God, open up the books of heaven where you have written down my promises and my days. Open them up and you read them out. You read them out from the throne room because you are not a man that you can lie. And when you read them out, I know that things shift on the earth. And I would say over and over, God, you are still the God of Lazarus. It doesn't matter how hopeless these circumstances look. You are the God of Lazarus and you are the God of resurrection power. So my body needs to change. Lazarus in the Bible literally died. And Jesus waited a few days to get there. So uh, they they said he stank, but he came back to life. And so you, you, that gave me hope, you said, Sid. God, you're the God of this I flesh. did say that. And it gave me hope because I was like, his circumstances were beyond hope. And so it gave me hope that my, my circumstances were not beyond the hope of Jesus. But I was feeling terrible in that moment. And I knew, I knew in myself, God, this is desperate. I need a miracle now. And I said to my husband, we need people to pray. We need people to stand with us. And I am a fighter. I'm naturally a fighter. But even in myself, I was like, I I need some people to stand with me right now. And Ben put out an online uh, prayer call. And within, within an hour, there were thousands praying. It was incredible. I knew God was raising up an army for us in that moment. And I started to feel hope arise. And I started to feel a shift in the atmosphere. That's the only way I can describe it. Lying in my bed, unable to move, and the atmosphere started to feel electric. And I can feel that even right now as I'm saying it. I I have found that when people share when God has touched them in a profound way, the same presence comes right out on the audience or those watching by TV. And you're the audience, too. Yeah. Well, there was an electricity. And in that moment, I received a word from a dear friend of ours, Isaiah 43. But there was one uh, verse in that where it says, you'll walk through the fire, but you won't be burned. And he didn't know that one of the things that was going on in my body was that I'd had an allergic reaction again. And my insides felt like they were on fire. And as soon as I received that word, faith landed in my heart. And within a, a moment, the fire sensation that I had in my in my body left and then faith started to rise even higher I was like God you're doing something things are shifting I decree that you're the God of Lazarus still and I noticed that uh, I could start to move around a little bit but all of a sudden said all of a sudden as I was lying in my bed I looked over in the corner of my hospital room and I saw an angel drop into the hospital room my eyes were open it was like the angel was superimposed over the natural but I wasn't asleep I was awake and I could see this angel standing there and in a moment I just became emotional and I was like God you remembered me God you remembered me even in Isaiah 43 it says you've called me by name and and I kept crying out. And I was like, God, you've opened up the books in heaven. I know you're reading my promises right now. And I'm looking at this angel and I could see very clearly this, this angel had a clipboard and a pen. 
And as you know, in supernatural encounters, they're supernatural because I somehow knew on this clipboard was all my promises that God had opened them up and he'd sent an angel from the very throne room. To let you know he was reading. To let you know he was reading them right then. And the atmosphere was thick and electric and I could feel the glory of the Lord and the hope of the Lord and his faith and his love. And I'm watching this angel and this angel, uh, you know, I'm watching it. It pick up the pen and mark off promise after promise mm. after promise. And I'm feeling things start to shift in my body. I can feel things shifting again as I'm saying this right now. I know you who are listening right now. God is reading out promises from heaven right now in our lives and things are beginning to shift. Amen. And I'm lying there. And, uh, you know, I, I've often called this angel a ticked off angel because in Australia we say tick off instead of check off or mark off. I'm glad off. you trans. Yes. <laughs> but this angel at first had a had a, a stern look on its face. And even as I was looking at it in the presence of the Lord was so thick, I was like, why is the angel ticked off looking so serious? And then as, as the angel started to tick off a few more promises, I realized that affliction was leaving my body and torment was leaving my body and pain was leaving my body. And the angel's demeanor started to change. And there was this sense of peace that came over this angel different. And I knew in that moment, the angel had not been stern or ticked off with me. The angel was ticked off with the enemy who had kept my body in affliction and torment for so many years. And again, I'm watching and I'm seeing the angel again. And, and you know, it's hard to explain. But in that moment, there were just tears dripping down my eyes as I'm crying out again and again and again. God, you've remembered me. You're the God. God of Lazarus still and there were more uh, ticks and ticks and I understood in this vision that God had not forgotten a single promise that was written over my life. He had not forgotten there was an order to it. There was an alignment to it. I knew that there were way more promises on that. Uh, uh, they just went on and on and on in that moment. That meant you were going to live a long, yes. long, long, long time. Amen. Amen. <laughs> And I could feel help being returned to my body. And anyone who's walked a long journey, they understand that there's a sense of sickness in you. And I felt that leaving. And there was a sense of knowing I'm getting well. I'm getting well. And I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, you can rest now, Jody." Well, I woke up the very next morning in the hospital room to a, a nurse standing next to me. And I looked and everything felt different. I felt different. I looked in the corner and I was like, the angel's not there. I couldn't see the angel, but I knew the angel was still at work. I knew God was still at work. And the nurse was taking all my observations and she said, wow, you're doing well. And there was this look of shock on the nurse. I could picture that. And I remember thinking, yes, thank you, Jesus. I am doing well. I knew I was doing a lot better. Well, that day I was able to, they allowed me to try and eat some food and I'd not been able to eat and I was able to eat. So then they gave me something else to eat and I was starving and I was able to eat. I was able to drink. I was able to get up. And yes, I was weak, but I was walking and I was, uh, you know, walking around in the room. Well, that same day, the very next day, the night before, 
before there was no hope. Doctors had no hope for me. The very next day, they released me from hospital. But this is what's incredible about it. The doctor's name who signed my release form from hospital was called Dr. Lazarus. Well, when we return, Jody is going to pray the Lazarus comeback which will activate healing in every area, every cell of your life. I mean every area, every cell. Next. We will be right back to It's Supernatural. Call now and get Jody Hughes' brand new book, The King's Decree, and her anointed three-part audio teaching set, Releasing Heaven's Decrees. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9704. God dropped in my heart that I know that when people open these pages and read these words, there will be an impartation for supernatural answers to prayer, divine turnarounds and breakthrough in your actual real circumstances. In the pages of this book, you will be given decrees to activate change and miracles, find powerful prayers, supernatural impartation, and blessings from God's throne room. Discover divine strategies which will release new authority in your prayer life. Be given keys to equip you to partner with God and fulfill your destiny and purpose. Receive supernatural answers to real circumstances in your life. Experience a contagious fire within and an impartation of resurrection life. The book includes prayers and powerful decrees at the end of every chapter to help you thrive. You will also receive Jody's three-part audio series, Releasing Heaven's Decrees. Jody shares how to bring every circumstance you are facing into alignment with heaven concerning your health, relationships, finances, and more. You will understand how to enter heaven's throne room, begin to hear God's thunderous voice, discover how to pray the words of heaven on the third session. Jody prays, decrees, and imparts breakthroughs, miracles, and healing into your life. Learn how to release Heaven's decrees and bring Heaven's solutions into any situation. This book is going to do something special to release that first love again, and that first faith again, and that first hope again. Don't miss out on getting Jody Hughes' brand new book, The King's Decree, and her anointed three-part audio teaching set, Releasing Heaven's Decrees. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9704. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9704 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Jody, I mean, when you found out the doctor's name was Lazarus, you must have 
You must have gone wild. Why did, why did Lazarus have to think about your health? <laughs> I just knew it was a, a smile from heaven and God saying, I've heard your prayer, Jody. You're coming out of the grave. You're coming out of the tomb. <laughs> so what does the Lazarus comeback mean to those that are watching? Look at them and tell them. Wow, the Lazarus comeback. Let me tell you this. John 11, 11 says this. Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. Lazarus' story was beyond hope, and yet Jesus came and brought him out of the tomb. And that's what Lazarus' comeback miracles are. When there is no hope, Jesus is our hope. Resurrection power is our hope. And comeback stories are popping in your life even now. Uh And Jody, as you know, throughout the world, fear, even God's children, on even believers, is almost too much to take for many people. But you have a statement called, fear is not your prophet. Explain that. Yeah, well, with such a long health journey, there were many times I would find myself dwelling on what fear was saying to me. I didn't recognize it all the time Mm. at first. I would just find myself thinking about my future days and, and, you know, listening to fear that I didn't have future days, that it was worst case scenario, and I'd dwell on it. And I was just, uh, I was actually having a shower one day, and I heard the Holy Spirit say those words to me, Jody. Fear is not your prophet. And in a moment, it broke off fear. And what I knew God was saying to me was, fear is not allowed to be a directive influence in how we think of our future. Fear is not allowed to prophesy over our future. Fear is not allowed to tell us what tomorrow is going to look like. And it broke something in my heart where I knew God was saying, stop letting fear prophesy tomorrow to you, Jody." And so when I would feel fear come against me, I'd laugh and I'd go, no, actually God's saying the exact opposite. My future is full of health. My future is full of the blessings of God. My future is full of great days and every last promise that God has given me, that is what my future is. Jody, while you were fighting all of this, these problems you were having, especially you spent a lot of time in the bathroom, and rather than the self-pity, you had a booming ministry in bathrooms. <laughs> I uh, tell me about one. I still do. I would say that the place of my attack would become a place of victory. And I was determined that miracles would break out. If the enemy was going to send me to the bathroom, miracles would break out. I remember one time in a Walmart and I could hear a lady swearing a head off in the bathroom. (laughs) And and, uh, I, I originally was, I was a bit annoyed at her, but then the compassion of God came on me. And so when I saw her, I said, Sounds like you're having a hard day. Can I bless you? And as I stood in a Walmart bathroom, I started to pray for her and bless her. She started crying. I started speaking God's hope over her. And within a few moments, she was giving her life back to Jesus. You must pray right now. Repeat after me. Mean it to the best of your ability. Jesus, say it out loud. Jesus, I make you my Savior and my Lord. I'm so sorry for my past. I believe that your blood 
washes that away and I have a new start. I want to know you. I don't want to just know about you. I want to know you. Be my Savior and Lord. Amen. And while you were watching, God had a bonus for you. Someone's wrist has just been healed. Would you pray, Jody? Sure. Jesus, we thank you right now that you are touching people's hearts, that you're touching people's hearts with the ability to recalibrate with the fire of God, with the holiness of God. And right now I speak a grace over you. I can hear God saying, let my people go. And that starts right now with a letting go of the captives in our own heart. Jesus, we ask for the grace to lay down every offense, to lay down every uh, just uh, unforgiveness and bitterness that we have held against the body, that we've held against others, Father. And I ask right now for a recalibration of our hearts to the kingdom temperature of hot, that we would be hot, boiling hot after your kingdom, Father, after you, Jesus. Lord, I just ask for a grace right now to know that you have called us, anointed us, and appointed us for this season of viral revival, Father, and that you are touching your people right now. Jesus, I just decree healings right now in the name of Jesus that every uh, just affliction and disease is being broken off right now. I speak a, a Lazarus style comeback over your words and your promises and every last word that God has spoken over your life. I decree resurrection power even now ha! and that you are called to thrive in this season. There's an anointing coming on your voice right now. Many of you have felt a muzzle of your voice. I just break that off right now. In the name of Jesus, you walk in authority, you walk in fire, and I release his fire over you. Ha, even now, in the name of Jesus. Well, all I have to say is, ha. Call now and get Jody Hughes' brand new book, The King's Decree, and her anointed three-part audio teaching set, Releasing Heaven's Decrees. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9704. God dropped in my heart that I know that when people open these pages and read these words, there will be an impartation for supernatural answers to prayer, divine turnarounds and breakthrough in your actual real circumstances. In the pages of this book, you will be given decrees to activate change and miracles, find powerful prayers, supernatural impartation, and blessings from God's throne room. Discover divine strategies which will release new authority in your prayer life. Be given keys to equip you to partner with God and fulfill your destiny and purpose. Receive supernatural answers to real circumstances in your life. Experience a contagious fire within and an impartation of resurrection life. The book includes prayers and powerful decrees at the end of every chapter to help you thrive and not strive. You will also receive Jody's three-part audio series, Releasing Heaven's Decrees. Jody shares how to bring every circumstance you are facing into alignment with heaven concerning your health, relationships, finances, and more. You will understand how to enter heaven's throne room, begin to hear God's thunderous voice, discover how to pray the words of heaven, 
On the third session, Jody prays, decrees, and imparts breakthroughs, miracles, and healing into your life. I decree and release over you supernatural breakthroughs, healing, and the sound of heaven releasing resurrection power to your life. Learn how to release heaven's decrees and bring heaven's solutions into any situation. What happens if you're discouraged? Because she was discouraged. What happens if it looks like there's no hope? Because she was in a no hope situation. She has been where many of you are. And this book is going to do something special to release that first love again, and that first faith again, and that first hope again. Don't miss out on getting Jody Hughes' brand new book, The King's Decree, and her anointed three-part audio teaching set, Releasing Heaven's Decrees. This is an exclusive offer for our rich supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9704. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please Specify offer number 9704 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Hi, I'm John Hamill. I want to take you behind the scenes and beyond the veil to see the real influencers in Washington, D.C. You will hear incredible untold stories, prophetic words, and revelatory encounters, even of President Trump. Join me on the next It's Supernatural with Sid Roth.